If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Adam White is a research fellow at the Hoover Institution, also director of the Center for the Study of Administrative, the Administrative State at George Mason's excellent university, George Mason University's excellent Antonin Scalia Law School. Haste makes waste. I'm better off just talking at my normal pace, but because we're undisciplined fools who went long in the last segment, we don't have as much time with the fabulous Adam White. That is why I'm hurrying. I apologize. Adam, how are you, sir? Oh, it's- Great. It's always great to be here. Well, thank you. Um, So, listen, uh, in terms of press coverage and excitement, the census question ruling might be number one. But in terms of significance to the republic, I think probably the gerrymandering case the Supreme Court decided this week was number one. Uh, Briefly, if you can, what did you make of the decision? What does it mean? Oh, on the gerrymandering case, yeah, I wasn't wasn't surprised by the court's decision. They made the right decision. There's been this call for the Supreme Court for years now to get involved with what they call partisan gerrymandering, where people say it's not that I'm being denied the right to vote, but my vote isn't given enough effect because my uh, my district is shaped uh, to sort of either minimize the number of voters like me or maximize the number of voters like me. And the court sort of you know, Frodo Brown said, how do we administer a standard that gives you the right sort of Goldilocks level of political influence within your state? The court said, there's just no rule we can apply. There's nothing in the Constitution that creates a rule here. So this isn't even really a legal question. It's what we call a political question. And so the court won't even touch the issue. And that was the right decision. The court should apply rules that are found in the Constitution, not just sort of make up their best sense of what makes good policy. I, I get that ruling, and that makes perfectly good sense. But as as far as the practical outcome of it, does that mean states that had been doing that are going to feel like, oh, well, we can really take it over the top now because the, 
the Supreme Court's already decided this is our gig. Well, it's going to go back to the states, and the question is, how do the states solve it? You know, the Constitution says that the state legislatures are supposed to draw districts. Now, the Supreme Court, a couple of years ago, fudged on that and said states can have independent districting commissions do this. There's going to be a real push in a lot of states in light of this decision to create independent districting, uh, independent redistricting commissions, basically turn the electoral process over to the administrative state and try to draw these lines. I think that would be very worrisome. I think it really we need to leave this with the state legislatures to solve these issues. Could a state Supreme Court say to its legislature, hey, you guys screwed up? Yeah, it's possible in light of the state Supreme Court's, or sorry, the state's own constitution. Right. The state Supreme Court might say, well, there's a provision in our constitution that gives greater protection than the federal constitution, and we're going to enforce it. There's going to be a lot of that. I'd say across the board in the Roberts Court era, where progressives feel less confident that they'll get what they want out of the Supreme Court, they're going to put more and more pressure on the state Supreme Courts under state constitutions to create these rights. But for better or for worse, that's federalism. Yeah, right. Well, for better, if you ask me. But let's talk a little bit about the uh, census question ruling. The Trump administration wanted to put on a question uh, that said, are you a citizen? Uh, There's great hue and cry, even though that strikes me as an incredibly reasonable question. Uh, But uh, the court said, no, no, you can't for now. What did they say? Why? So this is one of those cases that gets a lot more complicated because it's, it all involves administrative law and the administrative state, the sort of thing that I get paid to put students to sleep over for the <laughs> course of a semester. Let me try to keep it simple. Um, the, que- the question at issue isn't whether the, uh, the, the Commerce Department can put the citizenship question on uh, the census. Rather, the Supreme Court said the way they went about it was the wrong way. In administrative law, whenever an agency does something, it has to come up with a reasonable, rational explanation for what they did. In this case, the, the court's progressives, joined by Chief Justice Roberts, concluded that the, the explanation that Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary, gave, it was just too much of a pretext that saying we did this in order to help uh, vindicate the Voting Rights Act really didn't make a whole lot of sense. It didn't have a su- much support in the administrative record. So now they're sending it back to the Commerce Department. And this, I think, was really misunderstood in a lot of the early coverage yesterday. The court didn't declare that the Trump administration can't use the, the citizenship citizenship question in the census rather it's going to go back to the district court and then it should go back to the commerce department for a do-over now it's going to be a do-over in a hurry and i suspect that the trial court is going to try to stop the commerce department from doing this we might wind up right back in the supreme court very quickly on an emergency motion to see how much running room the commerce department is going to have for a do-over but it seems to me by my understanding of the opinion and and the doctrines around it uh, that commerce should still have time for a do-over Adam White is a research fellow at the Hoover Institution and director of the Center for the Study of the Administrative State at George Mason University's Antonin Scalia Law School. Uh, Was there anything else in particular that really caught your eye or ear this week? You thought the Supreme Court uh, made a major move? Yeah, for somebody who focuses on administrative law and administrative state, it was a really interesting last couple of weeks. You know, President Trump put Gorsuch and Kavanaugh on the court in large part because of their focus on the administrative state. We saw a lot of that. We saw that in the Commerce case. We saw it in um, a case called Kaiser, which had to do with how much deference the court should give agencies interpreting the law. We saw it a couple of weeks ago in a case called Gundy. There's a big question of whether Congress had just delegated too much power to the Justice Department, that Congress basically handed over its legislative power. Now, these opinions were all kind of a mixed bag. Um, there's some things conservatives can cheer for, if nothing else, for strong dissent coming from Gorsuch and others. 
But I think you really saw here the first fruits of those Trump judicial appointments and beginning a conversation that's going to proceed for decades over the right role, a narrow role of the administrative state in our constitutional wow, form interesting. of government. The administrative state terrifies me, by the way, Adam. The, the, the bureaucrats, the, the unelected makers, passers, and enforcers of rules in the United States terrify me. It should terrify you. It should also disappoint you. Our, our framers worked, uh, the Constitution worked very hard to give us a Constitution rooted in the separation of powers and checks and balances. The administrative state's a threat to a lot of that. It's also a failure of our government to maintain the structure we were given. Have you ever heard uh, Cicero's quote on bureaucrats? No, what's that? A, a beloved listener passed this along. It's too good not to share with you. A bureaucrat is the most despicable of men, though he is needed as vultures are needed. But one hardly admires vultures, whom bureaucrats so strongly resemble. I have yet to meet a bureaucrat who is not petty, dull, almost witless, crafty or stupid, an oppressor or a thief, a holder of little authority, in which he delights as a boy delights in possessing a vicious dog. Who can trust such creatures? That's a pretty good line. I have to say there's some good lines in the Gorsuch opinion, too, and in Justice Thomas's opinion. Conservatives are lucky to have these justices sort of focusing down on these first principles. Adam White, a research fellow at the Hoover Institution, also with George Mason University's Antonin Scalia Law School. Adam, it's always enlightening. Thanks a bunch. Well done. Thanks, fellas. Armstrong and Getty. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 